everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Okay. Why are you laughing? Because I'm already getting in trouble for talking too much and we haven't even started recording yet. <laughs> Come on, uh, this is a good topic. You know, you, yeah, you know exactly. Like I said, hey, we have a list. It's going to be a list episode. We got 10 to get through <laughs> and you can't even start it. <laughs> Hey, this is how we roll. We're in the underbelly. We're showing the underbelly of the self-awareness journey podcast. Well, I think listen, it's just fine. Listen, this is since, you know, since this is what we do, um, yeah. we have 10 ways to have a better conversation. Yes. And so this is a TED talk. we could employ that during <laughs> this conversation. We'll see. Actually, maybe I you'll learn know. something and then the next pod will actually be really good. <laughs> yes. Maybe I will learn something. I like how you said you. <laughs> maybe you will learn something, Melissa. Well, I already checked off on the list here of all the ones I'm really good at. <laughs> and you know what I did? All I did was hang up on her opening statement in this TED Talk. She's yeah, like, you couldn't even get no. through it. So so <laughs> just to set this up, my cousin Keith, who yep. is uh, awesome and has listened to he is. probably all the episodes. I know, is, he has. Which is awesome. He sends me these little texts like, enjoyed this this one or that one, which which I really appreciate. And you know, I, always, I always talk about cousin Keith. He sent this yep. to me. He goes, hey, this might be a really good pod topic. Um, yes. And so I listened to the whole TED talk. It was 12 uh -huh. minutes long. I made a whole <laughs> list of notes and you got in you know three minutes did? and bailed. No, I didn't. I listened to the first three on the list, but I did so in 1.5 speed. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so we're back. Celeste Headley, I think I'm probably saying that mm -hmm. right, um, is the name. Yep. Uh, of the person who gave this is actually an old TED Talk, 2015. It's so good, though. She's got Con really good energy. Uh, conversations has not really uh, morphed a lot in the past, you know, seven years. <laughs> right. Still holds, right. still right. holds true. Although right, I, I promise to not interrupt you, but I have to say, what the thing that I love that she said at the beginning of this TED Talk. What's that? She said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all hear about how we're supposed to communicate better. It used to be that they would, she said, in My Fair Lady, it was like, just talk about the weather or your health and you'll be fine. She said, yeah, but then COVID hit and global warming. Can't talk about that either. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Well, okay. That's, a, that's a, before we totally dive in, I, that's a, I was an interesting thing is like, mm -hmm. I have friends that I can talk about whatever super deep, topic mm -hmm. you know and we can i always think it's really interesting that like you don't have to like agree with somebody so much of conversations like to be yes. in a good conversation you also have to agree with their world view yeah but right, you can have a great it's... conversation with someone who you completely disagree with yeah, um as long as you I can agree with that. keep it cordial and 
um, mm-hmm. like you're really trying to learn something. Yeah. Uh, but so much of modern uh, discourse is like, like you have to be in agreement to have mm-hmm. a friendship or a good conversation, mm-hmm. which I think right. is strange. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. We're All kind right, of doing what jump... Facebook does to us. We're doing what Facebook does to oh. us. You know how Facebook just curates all of the opinions and thoughts and everything that match what you are yes. liking? Like it's an echo chamber. We're... Yeah. It's yeah, the we're same things bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, let's dive into the 10 ways to have a better conversation. Got it. Ready? Number yes. one, don't multitask. <laughs> Right. I I really do appreciate that because how hard is that to not multitask? Like just look at your business setting. Oh, Mm. yep. I have gotten in a place now where I'm on my coaching sessions. I turn every single screen off. I turn my phone upside down Mm -hmm. because it's just otherwise it's very um, it just gets you want to multitask all day long. Oh, yeah. How frustrating is it when you're having a conversation with somebody and you know that they're kind of doing something oh, else. Oh, that's super so, frustrating. It makes you so mad or hurt and, or feel like you're worthless. Yeah. yeah. And you might not be able to like see it or, you know, like yeah. it might not be super blatant, but yeah. you can you can certainly sense it. Totally. The, the reactions totally. are a little bit delayed. The responses are a little bit generic. Or um, just tone deaf annoying. to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah, in the business setting, I get after people that all the oh. time. Like, if we are on, if too. we're having a meeting, if we're having a conversation, like we're focused in on it. If not, mm-hmm. then let's not meet. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I like what you said with uh, on the personal side. If you're maybe like scrolling your scrolling your news feed on your phone and you're trying to mm-hmm. talk to somebody. Like mm-hmm. it just shows what's in, what is important in your life, and it's not that mm-hmm. other person. Exactly. So that's right. Yeah. All right. So don't multitask. Uh, second, don't pontificate. I loved that one. <laughs> I loved that one. I got to tell you. So um, I've Are been doing a lot pontificate? of pontificate. I nope. I'm going to give you a really specific <laughs> example. Okay. I've been doing a lot of 360s lately with a couple mm. of big projects. Mm -hmm. like hundreds right now. And the number one area where you see this kind of thing occurring is giving feedback to other people Mm. and talk about pontificate. People were writing statements like this. Well, I would imagine that it would be hard for this person if they were in this situation. I haven't observed this, but I think it would be hard if this person felt like this. And it's Hmm. like, what? So you have absolutely nothing of cement value to add here, but you're Mm -hmm. pontificating about something which which may not even be accurate. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to not pontificate. Only speak your truth. Speak to like the things you've observed, right? To facts, to things things of that nature, not just like ideas you're maybe constructing. Right. 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 All right. Use open-ended questions. I love that. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of open. I like this questions. statement. I've heard the statement like, if you want better answers, then you need to mm-hmm. ask better questions. And right. this is where the open-ended questions can really yeah. unlock better answers. Tons of creativity is unlocked when you ask an open-ended question. Mm-hmm. 
a bunch of solutions that you didn't even know could exist or yep. feelings that you didn't know were there by asking open-ended questions. And it's, I think people get stuck too. Like people get stuck asking the same questions all the time. Like what's wrong with you? Like just mm -hmm. in daily life, we think about that kind of stuff. <laughs> have I gone um, on, have I gone on a rant about the question I hate the most lately? Not lately. Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. How's it going? I hate when someone walks up to me and says, how's it going? Like, <laughs> I hate that question. Good. Yeah, I but it, know, fine. It's, like, yeah, what are you supposed to answer? It's open ended. Yeah. Yeah, like a whole bag of crap. I don't, I don't, like, what do you, you can't even get into the answer on that question. That's a ridiculous question. Oh, like one of my best friends from the UK, Fiona, I always laugh because I remember going to Lunds with she and her husband when they were traveling here in mm. America. And, and one of the people said, oh, how you doing? Like the cashier what? said, how yeah. you doing? And Colin starts to legitimately answer. And we walked away and Fiona said, shut up, Colin, when someone asks you, they don't actually want to know. <laughs> you simply right. say, fine. We have this like, we have turned some, this question into like some sort of fake yeah. niceness. It really annoys me. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. even answer ask it anymore. More, I just ignore. So more. <laughs> ask better questions and how's it going? Better but questions. More okay. open-ended, right? Who, what, yes. why, mm. those, you know, mm -hmm. the when, those kinds of questions, not just a yes or no. Yeah. Side note, with all kidding aside, this is a really good place for people that are introverted. Mm -hmm. Because if you cultivate three to five key questions that you can ask in scenarios when you are with people that aren't super close to you, it will make you feel a lot stronger socially. Mm -hmm. yep. So you can even just, you can ask people about, um, oh, what brought you here? Or mm -hmm. what what is your background? Or have you been doing this long? Like asking people open-ended questions about themselves is a really strong way to have dialogue. So I really yeah. like that. <clears throat> I have a couple of those in my back pocket whenever I go to a party. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, sometimes I'll, yeah. like one that I like to ask is, um, what's something from this week that you're proud of? Oh, that makes that makes a great little opener for people because they're like, it's a really odd <laughs> that it like catches them off guard. Like, what? what am I proud of this week? They think about it and it turns out to be something great. Almost every time. <laughs> Almost every time. Other right. times people just walk away and stuff a sandwich in their mouth. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, like who keep invited going. the weird guy? Next, go with the flow. Oh. And what she specifically uh -huh. talked about was letting your own thoughts go, right? So her example yeah. was, um, have you ever been in a conversation where you're explaining something to somebody and then as soon as you stop talking, it's like they jump on some other train of thought, like mm -hmm. go in the opposite direction because halfway yeah. through whatever you were saying, a thought popped into their mind and they're like, ooh, I got to remember that. And then by the time mm -hmm. you're done, they they go a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State it the way that she stated it again. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Yeah, yep. the other thing that comes into this is judgment versus observation when you're having conversations with people. Like you're in a party or you're in a networking setting or you're someplace lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's super easy when people start to talk, if you're not in a good mood or you're tired or whatever, it's easy to go to judgment. Mm -hmm. And uh, rather than, God, here we go again. Like, why are they mm -hmm. saying that? Like, what a weird shirt this person's wearing. Like, our mind starts <laughs> to wander. That's what yeah. people do. Um, and I think that rather than doing that, specifically that staying open like that is great because it allows mm -hmm. objectivity. It's like, be curious. Like, oh, that's an interesting thing to say. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder where that came from. 
Yeah, and staying, like I agree with you, staying, you know, kind of back to the first don't multitask, mm-hmm. but going with the flow also can, kind of means what you're saying is you're staying engaged and you're moving yeah. sort of with the conversation. You're not like pulling yourself out on the right. side neutral. Yeah. yeah, that neutrality keeps a lot of space open for dialogue. Yep. yep. All right, next. If you don't know, say that you don't know. <laughs> oh, I love that. Don't you just wish people would do that all day, every day? Yes. Okay. Not in I a lazy a of... way. There's a lot of people no. will say, I don't know, because they don't want to actually in the moment think about it. Yeah, um, that's true. Which is like a they, lazy out. Yeah, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. with the I don't know. Um, but there are some people that will just make up just crazy things to to cover up the fact that they don't actually know something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and I think too, you know, this is part of that vulnerable piece, right? It's like it takes great courage to be vulnerable. Only the mm-hmm. most courageous can be vulnerable and say, I don't really know, even if they're mm-hmm. supposed to know. To just say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know. Or or what I always often do is um, I'll say, all right, I need to ask a dumb consultant question. Mm. Like if I'm trying to seek understanding, I'll kind of make myself, I'll throw myself on the bu- under the mm-hmm. bus, you know, and just say, help me. Like, okay, I'm sorry, I have to ask this dumb question. I don't really yep. know the answer yep. to this. And I probably should, but I don't. That's yep. a good one. That is a good one. Like, And that kind of keeps the conversation rolling. If if yep. if you can just admit that, and then you can probably yeah. learn something after. <laughs> All right. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't equate your experience with theirs. Oh, this one happens so all the, the time, mm-hmm. and I uh, I call this conversational hijacking. Hmm. Um, yeah, it does feel that way, doesn't it? Because sometimes. sometimes if you share something and you want to like keep exploring that for yourself, but someone else jumps mm-hmm. in with like their experience or their version of that same story, you're like, mm-hmm. wait, stop. I was, I was trying to like work through this with you. Now you've just mm-hmm. hijacked this and, and turned it into a conversation yeah. about you. <laughs> do you know what people that do this would say right what? now about hmm. that? They would say that they're just doing it so that you feel like they get you. Mm. Like it's a touch point. It's a commonality. People often do that because they're so excited that they found some commonality with the Mm -hmm. person that they're talking to. And they don't intend (laughs) to hijack. But I think that's where that self-awareness and situational awareness comes into play, right? Because it's like, okay, and... When I was volunteering at my kids' elementary school, this is the number one problem with elementary kids is once one, if one of them has like the same experience, they also want to jump up and be like, me too, me too, and blah, blah, blah. And we went to the Grand Canyon too, yeah. and this is what happened. And um, my grandma was there, and I went, wore a pink shirt. Um, so the teachers would do this thing like, if you agree, like you do this little link symbol with your oh. fingers, right? Oh my gosh, so you hold I up, love you know, that. Like, and you hold, and you He's so you do a like symbol. Two chain links together. Yeah, two yeah. chain links with your fingers, and your, so it's your, like I I have that experience too. But you don't have to vocalize that you had it, and it gets it out of the kids' brains, right? Because that's all they they need to do. So wow. I've been I, that would have been about information that. that could have been very helpful for me when I was like three, all the way through, <laughs> all the way through until now, all the way through, <laughs> till now, till today, still now. 
So that's great. So so don't equate your experience. And you know who actually talked about this a bit um, was Mary when oh. she was on the podcast. Remember when she was talking yes. about her son passing yes. away and how people were yes. engaging with her. Um, mm-hmm. And right. so exactly. really good to keep mindful of. Yeah. And you know what else? The Who I thought you were going to say was mm. Kevin when we also had another oh, yeah. guest on. Kevin, who was talking about his um, journey with cancer. Mm-hmm. Same thing that people would try to, um, and that it was, it just would fall so flat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't equate your flat, the flat tire on your bike with cancer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or just, you know, he was kind of explaining how people were going to equate their tragedies to his life. Yes. You know, experience (laughs) and they just would not work out. Uh, He was so gentle and kind about that description too. All right. Next. Try not to repeat yourself. Oh, that's a great one. And I wish more people would have an awareness about that. Yep. This one's hard. This one's interesting to watch because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's a little forgetful, right? We forget mm-hmm. every once in a while and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so we might do some repeat, but there are some folks that are on high repeat. Yeah, <laughs> like the like record is skipping. Always back. I think I think there's two reasons for that. I think on one side it's ego, wanting mm-hmm. to have your voice heard and heard and wanting to claim the stage. But I also think it it can also be in the opposite direction where someone isn't confident about their own skill in describing mm. or, or explaining something, and they just want to make sure that it's understood because it's important to them. Mm-hmm. But in any I, event, the outcome can be the same. Yeah, it's the the other thing. It's it's like some people explain nearly the same thing in slightly a different way, and it's mm-hmm. like. Yes. Maybe uh-huh. they feel yeah. like they're not being heard or right. they, they feel like you're not taking whatever they're saying with enough yeah. like grav like weight or gravity or importance or something. <laughs> so they just want to repeat it to have it have more impact when yeah. it's probably the opposite. The more you repeat it, the less impact it actually has. Right. Well, because people start getting annoyed and then they check out emotionally. Yep. And mentally. Yep. Yep. All right. Ooh, we're already on uh, number eight. Oh. We're cruising. <laughs> I was giving you a hard time about getting getting your act together so we could get through a whole list. Like a list of ten is big. Yeah, usually I know. Struggle we'll getting finish in like a six minutes because <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and my need right. to keep everybody happy. I'm going to have the whole thing done in like six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> number right, eight. Ahead. Stay number eight. out of the weeds. Yes. Oh. I wish everybody would have that awareness. You know when it really shows up? It when? shows up in an argument. Yeah. If you want to have a good conversation that flows, stay out of the details. You yep. will find that is where all of the problems sit is mm. in the weeds. And then what other people do to respond is then they go to the weeds. So you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. So, so if you want to keep on the flow, even if there's a problem or mm-hmm. a disagreement, staying on a more neutral upper platform is yep. much easier to keep the conversation rolling. Yep. So what do you say to the folks that love all the details and they want to get into all of the little details of what happened or 
or their day mm-hmm. or a story mm-hmm. about you know because some people are just wired more naturally to to want to get into the details yeah you know what i say well mm. i do two things one if i'm coaching with a client that's super super detailed and they're in a leadership environment that they're trying to communicate to less detailed people i always say imagine you're standing with an umbrella and it's open mm-hmm. when you come with all of the details you're grabbing the umbrella handle in the middle and all of the details that you're trying to add to the handle to bring it up and make a point at the top, it's never going to get to the top because Hmm. the umbrella is open. They can't hear you. But if you're more global and you start at the top, everything will come down from that. Hmm. So that's the visual that I use. Um, In email, it happens a lot too. People that are really, really, really detailed and want to just go into the weeds over everything. Mm -hmm. No one reads those emails. No one reads seven paragraph emails. So... I always say, okay, fine. If you got to get all your thoughts out, do it. But then at the top bullet point, what are the one or two mm-hmm. key pieces of this, e- of this email? Yeah. But it is all in a way to support this idea of please stay out of the weeds. Cause you end up losing so much of your influence mm-hmm. with the more detail that you keep going yep. with. Yeah. If you feel like, especially the email is a great example. Oh uh, yeah. It's like we have, there's like this little phrase TLDR, like. <laughs> what it stands for top level don't read or something like that oh yeah Um, yeah yeah it's from like a like a forum yeah if you post a lot i remember that Mm -hmm. and it basically says put a little summary of what this is at the top and then if you want to get all the details out write it after like it can still be in the same email or thread but put like the Mm -hmm. bullet points on the top and then Uh, and then fill in all of the detail below so that your so that your reader can just get the gist of it without going into exactly. all the detail. Yep. Exactly. But in a conversation, you can't really do that. <laughs> you can't you can't oh, say like, hey Melissa, I'm gonna tell you the summary. So you listen to that, <laughs> and then after that, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk at you for forty five minutes about the details. And you're so, just going to see the bottom of my shoes while I run away. So you get, go get a bowl of popcorn and, and <laughs> sit right there while I talk at you. <laughs> I used to tease my daughter because she's very, very detailed. And I used to tease her because she'd be like, oh, my gosh, mom, I'm reading this really good book right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first, so the introduction. So there's this little white house and it has this window and the window has mm-hmm. it. And I'll be like, oh, God. How many chapters is this book? <laughs> like, it would have been faster to read the book. <laughs> exactly. We still joke about that because she could not pull out of the detail no matter what. <laughs> uh, all right. Number nine. It's easy. Listen. This is the Did number. Did you say something? Yeah. <laughs> this is, if, if you ask anybody how to have a better conversation, they're going to say, yeah. be a better listener. That mm-hmm. This is like the the simplest textbook, easiest tip ever. And it is absolutely the hardest one to do. 100%. I was with 50 people last week having this exact same conversation. And I went so far as to just query the group. Okay, you guys, what does it look like when you're listening to someone? Mm. What do you look like when you're listening mm-hmm. to somebody, right? <laughs> what were the answers? <laughs> oh, well, people are like, like nodding. Like, I have you're like eye, eye contact. I have eye contact. Yeah, leaning I'm in. smiling. 
I'm saying, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I, and and I, and so then I was like, and what does it look like when you are not listening to someone, mm. right? Yeah. Well, arms I'm crossed, away, leaning I'm back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Turn the other way. Yeah. Look a different direction. Those are all things. But then I asked this question: How does it feel when you are being listened to? Huh. And then I asked, how does it feel when you know you're not being listened to? Mm -hmm. That's why it becomes more impactful, mm. you know? So yes, listening, great. Agreed. I kind of like, you know, the idea, like these are all kind of building in one way, like up to that idea, like how are you engaged? How are you right, staying yeah. engaged and balanced in a conversation? Right, yeah. All right, last one. We made it. Yeah. Wow. We did. I don't want to call it too early. <laughs> be <laughs> be interested be in other Why people. Why do you got to be so introverted? Be interested in other people. Yes. That I love is, that. I mean, right? Like, like it really comes down to you can do all of these things. Like all of these are great, great tactics and, and things to be mindful of. But if you're genuinely interested, all of this mm -hmm. comes a lot easier. Yes, and people feel that, and they just want to talk to you when they mm -hmm. feel like they're some that they're they're being given a light that way. Mm -hmm. It's so true. It's yep. so true. So, and I think you know what though, even if you're not naturally a people person, air quotes, mm -hmm. if you are more introverted and you feel that knowing people or getting to be around a people can be very draining, you can still master this. Mm -hmm. You just have a different perspective of how deep you go or for how long, or are you engaging in these discussions when you're energetically feeling a little stronger in your day? You know, I mean, there's a number of things. So it doesn't necessarily mean you can only be good at this if you're a wild extrovert, not at all. Yeah. Yep. So the uh, in the vein of be interested in other people, mm -hmm. um, I found myself in conversations where I am literally not interested. <laughs> Like, like you said, it's, <laughs> it's the time of day. Yeah. It's something yeah. I'm just like, I do not care. Um, when I was younger, I would, I would probably, I would sit through those torture sessions, um, and try to be engaged. Mm. Um, but as I've gotten older, I, I will literally mm. excuse myself from a conversation and I try not to be rude about it. You know, obviously I'm like, mm. you'll have to excuse me cause you're boring. But <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what a turd. Um but I will excuse I will right. excuse myself from a conversation earlier yeah. than I would have when I was younger. Um because mm -hmm. I know yep. that if I'm just there going through the motions and I'm not really interested, right. I'm being an ass anyway, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. get just it's more respectful to 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 leave. Yeah, well, in a nice I way. also think there are some people that take advantage of others and try to hold you hostage in mm -hmm. conversations. And if I'm in those situations, I too will excuse myself and have absolutely no guilt or shame about it whatsoever. The other thing I think you know, is if I am not terribly interested, uh, mm -hmm. it's a fun game to figure out what is interesting about this person. Because <laughs> there is something interesting about, about pretty everyone. much every person. Some people yes. are actually pretty bad at articulating to others why they're interesting. Oh, of course. So I agree. it is a they're really fun game it. to say, hey, I'm going to figure out what is interesting about this person. 
<laughs> okay, I'm okay. We're gonna have to just take a little time out here. Why is that? What does that actually look like? What does that look like? What do you? Do? I gotta need a. I got a little bit. Of, I need a visual. <laughs> a visual. Oh, yeah, I hold up. You're a standing sign. there talking. What's to some interesting pro- <laughs> about you? Can't figure it out. Choose yet. between one and ten. Remember those little fold-up squares where you would like fold them and fold them and fold them and then you'd write on the corners and then you'd go and you'd mm-hmm. like open, close, open, close, and then you would open oh, it yeah, and yeah, tell yeah. you something what, to what do. What were those? Those were like, uh, I yeah, don't know. In yeah, they're school. like origami of some yeah. sort. Yeah, little kids love them and I still I still know how to make that. But anyway, you'd use one of those and like each yeah, one of those one openings of those. is like, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Magic eight ball <laughs> thing. No, it, you can just add like, and this again, it's kind of an introvert trick. Magic eight ball. Is... Just yeah. start asking these open-ended questions until you find something, because you'll find That's it. That's interesting. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what? Do, what's do, a do hobby? What's a weird like... thing about you? What's a? What's some like interesting thing you did when you were in high school? Right. Like, there's something in there, huh. and you can find That's it. That's awesome. So. Yeah. That's awesome. What's one weird thing you did in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sat in the AV <laughs> room a, just... like a nerd. <laughs> Nothing. Jesus, I was just trying to make conversation. Why do you got to be so closed? It's like you should watch this one TED talk I heard about with ten ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks everybody for putting up with us being a bunch of squirrels today. <laughs> yeah, these are always fun. Always fun. What? What's one thing? What's the one tip you're going to try to to execute um, later today? when you're in a conversation with somebody. I really like the one that you said about um, being more open. You said something around that. There was one of those lists, right? Did I? No. Yes, you did. You said something about <laughs> Open-ended not... questions. Open-ended questions. Yeah, I like you can that. use more open-ended questions. Yeah, I All like right. that. I think it, and I think it's a really good exercise to always think about different ones situationally. Yep. What are you gonna do? Um. <laughs> certainly not going to be interested in other people uh well probably multitask at work i'm i I am getting a little bit bad about multitasking Mm, Um, that's a good one too that's a good reminder especially when we're on zoom calls and stuff and your your emails just there in the background you can be like i can just clean up a couple of these while someone else is talking (laughs) um so i'm gonna really work on the the multitasking one i encourage everybody to choose one thing Cool. Thanks, Cousin Keith. It's a great list. Yeah, you're the best. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.